Welcome to the Black Cast. It is our 2018 Major League Baseball playoff preview. And if we could have a preview of the baseball postseason, there's only one person that I would like to talk to, but because Vince Scully is unavailable, we have the next best thing, the one and only David Salmon Weiss on Twitter at DWeissComedy. Welcome back to the Black Cast, Salmon. It's good to be here, Christian. It's good to be here, America. Yes, America and Canada. We have uh, we have fans uh, up in the Great White North. Uh, Blue Jays aren't in the postseason, but we have fans up there. Bonjour. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so before we dive in, let's talk about the baseball nearest and dearest to our hearts. A uh, very lackluster season from the New York Metropolitans. Is that an understatement? It's an understatement. However. Um, they did have a fairly good second half of the season. They're Agreed. It was almost watchable, the second almost half. It was watchable. so close to watchable. Uh, my numbers tell me their team ERA was 2.97 after the All-Star break. Man, just imagine if the season was only half as long. If the season started uh, you know, on July 20th, maybe they could have uh, qualified for the postseason. You know, they. I think they did all the right things, and all the right things turned out to be all the wrong things. You can't account for the injuries they had to the pieces that they signed. Hopefully these guys are going to healthy and produce in 2019. And the uh, bright spot, of course, the tightly shorn Jacob deGrom, who is a likely Cy Young Award winner. Now, yes. likely because he... The one thing I think that helps is he ended the season 10 and 9. So he ended with a winning record, yeah. which he did not have for much of the season. He was no. either 500 or sub 500. Yeah. But that, what is it, 1.77 ERA for mm -hmm. an entire season. And there's infuriating stats going around that if the Mets had scored four runs in his starts, he would have been 30 and 0. But even if they, <laughs> even if they scored two runs, he would have still had like 20 wins. Wow. And that's yeah. So they they lost a few of his starts, not because he gave up too many runs, but just the Mets being the Mets. And didn't there was Steve, didn't Steve Carlton win a Cy Young going like you know, like 17 and 19 or yeah, some, and some really weird record for the Phillies. I also think that uh, Felix Hernandez for the uh, for the Seattle Mariners, I think he won with like, a, with like you know, like five. Yeah, one, no, it was maybe even like 13, 13 and 10. 12, yeah, it was something, something like, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Right. So there's precedent for that. And, you know, in the month of September as it starts off, there were a couple other guys in the argument for I think, Cy Young. I think Scherzer is, is really up there. Yeah. But, you know, the eyeball test, I think they're 1 and 1A one or 1-1. Or one and one. It depends on what the writers, you know, really want to vote on. Right. And also, I think that, you know, Aaron Nola from the Phillies was getting some consideration. But, yeah, well, but his, neither, his, neither team, he nor his team folded down the stretch. Sure. Well, I mean, so did the Nationals. The Nationals spent most of the season a game under 500 or a game over 500. They kept right. kind of hovering around there. I think they and ended they, two games over. And, you know, this is a this is a team that allegedly is built for October. Yeah. And it uh, continues to, to miss. Win. Yeah. So uh, I think that, uh, you know, Max Scherzer is the only other really, honestly, truly likely candidate. I'm with but, you. 
At the same time, I think that DeGrom looked, shall I say, more DeGrominant? Because, no. hey, that's, I didn't coin the phrase. No, you didn't. It. I just wanted to get it in there. But you could have said you did because... Yeah. Uh, and uh, just uh, because on the broadcast, we want to be nothing if not historically accurate. Yes, in 2010... Uh, the uh, Seattle Mariners pitcher Felix Hernandez did indeed win a Cy Young despite a modest 13-12 and 12 record with a major league leading 2.27 ERA, which you got to figure, you know, uh, DeGrom is a full half run under that. I would check his stats since then. I think his arm oh, fell it, off. It's all, it's all been over. Like, they moved him out of the rotation, and then yeah, I think... they had to move him back because of injuries. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. They uh, He has not had a, a great year, and it's... It's too bad because he seems like a like a fun player who they really embraced. They had like a whole section there for his starts, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I guess I uh, probably missed the boat in not bringing my son Felix up for a King Felix Day up there in Seattle, where, by the way, his cousin lives. My sister and her oh. daughter live. So I'm sure I could have very well done that. I'm sure you could, if you go online. I'm sure you could get yourself one of those King Felix placards. Yeah, but uh, what I really wanted when he was a baby, I wanted a onesie, and they didn't do King Felix onesies. But anyway, that is not why we're here today. We're here to talk about the Major League Baseball playoffs, which we were fortunate enough to have a glorious doubleheader of Game 163s yesterday, because as we're recording this, it's October 2nd, mm-hmm. the day of the National League wildcard. So thank you for choosing the Blackcast as your pregame show for the National League wildcard, because you'll get all the information you need, and of course, plenty of that to go along. But uh, I, I don't know, there are definitely, you have your... You have your purists. You have your traditionalists. They don't like the one-game wild card. They don't like these game 163 I'm a playoffs. purist. I'm a traditionalist. But, but I love stuff like that. I loved really? yesterday. I thought that was great. Oh, no. And, yesterday, yesterday and, I, I dig. And I think the one-game playoff for the wild card has been fun. And I'll even say that as a Mets fan who they lost in the ninth inning of the 2006 National League wild card game. You know, they... It was uh, an infuriating game to watch, and that just had, you know, it was a home game. It was yeah. again, it was uh, Syndergaard against Bumgarner. Right. So it was like you know, it was it was right. a perfect game except right. for the way it ended with some jerk off whose name no one will ever remember hitting like a two run home run in the top of the ninth <laughs> or whatever it was. I actually can't remember the guy's name. Otherwise, his I was name a, was Jerkoff. Yeah, it was exactly it was Jerkoff. J e r k o v. Jerkoff. Yesterday, you just you you get a fun you know the the Cubbies at home. Have the the brew crew come in? Eh, they got a little little steamrolled by the brew crew. Yeah, I uh, I don't love this Cubs team, and uh, when we get to our uh, predictions, uh, that will be reflected. Uh, and I initially had a good feeling about the Rockies yesterday, and then I was like, well, you're just being an idiot because the Dodgers aren't great, but they're good enough that they can win that game at home with uh, the pitcher affectionately known as Ferris because his last name is Bueller, with him on the mound. And, you know, it it was basically the way you would have expected that game. You know, it was, what, scoreless through like three, four innings, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the, the Dodgers just started piling up the runs, and the Rockies were uh, unable to uh, compensate. So did you enjoy those game 163s yesterday? I loved those game 163s yesterday. What could be bad? One game, you know, something on the line. Yeah, I mean, the the one-game playoff to determine a tie in the standings 
is something that you historically get. The shot heard round, shot heard round the world. The that Dodgers the and Giants 19, game. The nineteen fifty four Bobby Thompson home run against Ralph Branca. Yeah, that I, was I a that was a, a. It's too far away. Let me move yeah, it. Put it. It's Put a little it stuck the, to the table. Yeah. Because uh, the sticker on the bottom. Anyway, yes. So that was a one game playoff because they ended That's the season it was. tied. The Giants win the pennant. Yeah, the Giants win the pennant, and uh, apparently through cheating, we know now. But uh, yeah, it was all part of the game. <laughs> It's all you know, part of the game, Christian, everybody. if I may, yeah. there's a, a fine line between cheating and gamesmanship. <laughs> cheating and gamesmanship. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely it's true. Like if you step out on your wife, that's cheating. But if you're stealing <laughs> signs, that's gamesmanship. So cheating on my wife is not gamesmanship is what no, you're No, I think you'd have a hard time what about making a- that distinction. What about a handy in a parking lot from a dude? That sounds like gamesmanship. That's not really cheating, right? Depends on if you make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. And by the way, uh, just to uh, tidy up Max Scherzer, his record, uh, 18-7 and with a 2.57, sorry, 2.53 ERA, but uh, a crisp, clean .91 whip. Whip. Uh, By the way, whip is wins and hits. Per innings pitched. That's for, true. For those of you not hep to the baseball and statistics world. That stat brought to you by Miracle Whip. Whip, not whip. No, whip. whip. Um, but uh, he did hit 300 strikeouts. It's He's got an even 300 strikeouts. He has exactly 300 strikeouts. So, Do you uh, think there's any real... chance there could be a tie for the Cy Young? I don't think so. I, I mean, I, you know, like when Hernandez and Stargell tied for the MVP, it's, there's precedent. There's precedent, but I, I, I think a lot I, – I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the same world we live in now. You're going to get somebody who's just going to pick – Scherzer. Uh, we're going to pick neither of them. They're going to pick somebody who doesn't deserve it because you always get somebody that's like, yeah, I want my guy yeah. to get a vote. You know, one of those deals. Uh, John Le- Johnny Lester needs a vote, one of those deals. Anyway, so – Yesterday's great game 163, one, well, there were two of them, one by the Dodgers and the Brewers, brought me, netted me a cool $65 in Vegas because yeah, uh, I had a wager placed on my behalf. And I was so glad I switched from the Rockies to the Dodgers before I actually completely, gave my Completely legal, by the way. In, no in, laws were broken. In, in Nevada, absolutely. And by the way, it's going to be legal uh, nationwide soon enough. It's but. already legal in New Jersey, in Atlantic City. Okay, to be fair, what's not legal in New Jersey? Oh. <laughs> ah, no! I didn't mean it's to. All, I didn't mean to no, no, no! You didn't stump me. It's, you're right. It's all legal in New it's Jersey. It's all legal in New Jersey. I mean, if you want to plant a body in the end zone of the <laughs> the Meadowlands, the Meadowlands, yeah, very true. If uh, a body lands in the, <laughs> did it really happen? Did it really happen? All right. So you, uh, it seems like you're leaning towards, and I think we've talked about this before. Uh, this is our fourth annual MLB playoff preview wow. here on the Blackcast with uh, Salmon and I. So make sure you collect them all, get the whole set. And boy, listening to the ones from the last couple of years where we predict things that had no chance of happening, that's got to be great. You'll, you'll enjoy that for sure. Uh, just how wrong we were. Although I know that I picked the Dodgers to be in the World Series last year, so at least I had something right. In any case, uh, so you don't like the one-game playoff. Is that is that what you're telling not Black for the, Cast Not Nation? for the wild card. I think it should be two out of three. I mean, there's so many um, intangibles. In other words, the home field advantage, you know, the Yankees in Oakland today. 
that's, tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. It's the the Cubbies and Rockies today. Cubbies and Rockies today. I mean, the Rockies. Let's face it; they have a home field advantage. The Cubs would have the same advantage, since you know that is a hitter's ballpark. But well, they're both the Rockies, ballparks. Yeah, but you know I don't have the numbers in front of me. Sure. But Coors Field, I believe, is a better hitter's ballpark than Wrigley. Yeah, especially wind, if the wind is blowing in at Wrigley, it's a pitcher's park. Yeah, this time of year, and I think yesterday we saw, even though there was the big uh, Rizzo home run, the wind was blowing. He hit in. that hard. Yeah, well, that's that. Yeah, you got hit it through the wind. Yeah. So uh, I think that that was definitely the case yesterday. And yeah, so I do think that the it's a little bit it's going to help because pitching for the Rockies is this guy Kyle Freeland. And you know, yes. look, Rockies, not a lot of household names on the team, but No, no, it, not on not on the pitching staff. Yeah, and the so his stats for the season are seventeen and seven, and he had a two eight five ERA. Now more than, more than respectable uh, in that ballpark. I was gonna say when you pitch half your games in Denver and your ERA is sub three, you gotta you can probably subtract subtract an entire run. You know, I'd, from, love, from I'd love to see the exact numbers yeah, on that. Yeah, I would too. So I think that he will pitch well. I think that uh, John Lester at this point in his career, it's a little bit up and down. I mean, he had a great year, 18 he's and a big, 6. He's a big game pitcher. Big game pitcher. So I think it, it's one of those ones where it's even money. To the extent where I have yet to make my wager on this game because my in-laws are still in Vegas, I want to— You know, I, I would lay off the reason being that starting pitching is no longer a good enough— Barometer. Barometer. Yeah. Since, first of all, no starter is going to go 100 pitches, no matter what. No matter what. And I mean, let's say Lester gives up two runs in three and a third innings. He's coming out. Yes. And as we saw, Joe Madden a little quick on the hook yesterday. Everyone's you know? going to be quick on the hook. Yeah, that's true, especially in this game. And that's why I like the one-game playoff is because the stakes are so high. And, yeah, you definitely tend to overmanage, and you can get so tightly wound you're just thinking like you know, you can't save anything for tomorrow because you have no idea when you have like a best two out of three. I think that uh, you know it, it, there, there's a little bit more wiggle room, and there's so much incentive on winning the division. That's why yesterday was great because look, all four of those teams made the playoffs, but the ones that ended up in the wild card game today, the Rockies and Cubs, well, they don't want to be there. That they were this close, you can't see, but it's a very small distance between my thumb and forefinger. They were this close to winning their division and. Then they didn't. They would have. Uh, they would not have had a, a home game uh, to start the playoffs because I believe the. Oh no, they would have actually because if the Rockies had, they would be hosting the Braves on Thursday if they right. won the division. Right. Because the Braves uh, are <laughs> have have a, a lesser record than the wild card teams. But anyway, so uh, I don't know. I think uh, that's why these games are fun. What were you going to say, sir? I you don't forgot. remember. Man. That's all right. So, uh, but so it's it's tough to really lay money on this game. And by the way, when I bet on these games, I, I put twenty dollars on yesterday's games, and that's why I made sixty five. So that that's that how was, that's, that's how I go all that's out. Called a two team parlay. It was a two team parlay, and for I, those who those who are not gambling degenerates. Yeah, who hey, look, you know, if I'm going to be in Vegas, you and I have talked about this. I like to spend time in the sports book, having having you know just a. Oh, can I tell my sports book story? You absolutely can tell your sports book. Are you story. done? 
I yeah, I was just going to say that uh, you know I don't put a lot of money on it, but I like I like to place bets throughout the day, so I have a lot of time where I can spend in the sports book because I don't like playing the table games, and uh, you know I, I don't like playing them for an extended period of time. Also, the uh, the slots uh, you know gets old, gets a little old the slots, but uh, so that's why I like the sports book. What were you going to say? Your sports book story? I was recently in Sin City. Uh, for the World Cup at the beginning of July. The game started at 7 o'clock in the morning because they were from Russia. Uh, I got to the sports book in the Venetian about 6.30 to settle in with a muffin and some coffee. Yes. And no sooner had my butt touched chair than a young woman accosted me and asked me <laughs> if I had a hotel room at the uh, at the Venetian. And she would say... Uh, a lady of the morning. Yes, I was actually exactly what I was going to say. Not a lady of the evening. A no. lady of the morning. Yeah. And I couldn't tell whether she was just starting work or getting off work. Well, when you're a lady of the morning, you're always getting, getting off, off work. work. Set you up on that. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you very much. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so... Uh, what was the look on her face when you told her you were actually staying at Treasure Island and not the Venetian? She was I like, think, she's I think like, I'll, was, I'll, I'll I mean, pay to have sex, but not at the treasure No, island. no, no. Literally, her face blank. <laughs> I mean, I could have, I mean, I was invisible at that point. Yeah. You know, which is what I wanted to be at 6.30 in the, the morning, morning at the sports book at the Venetian. Imagine the, the guy, or, you know, lady, who goes downstairs looking for uh, someone that they can pay for sexual relations at... 6 a.m. They're like, no, no, no. I, I got to, I got to get my day started this way. I'm going to find somebody. There has to be somebody. Yeah. And uh, on on a scale of uh, one to five, yes. how would you rank this lady of the evening in terms of the presentation at 6:30 in the morning? For 6:30 in the morning, I'd say she was a strong four. Hey, that's and pretty if good. Any, and if any ladies are listening who want to date me. He'll, he'll always take just, a strong four. Right, I just ruined it. No, no, you just said she's a strong four. Yeah. You know, obviously you stayed and you watched you watched soccer or yeah. football. I, and I'm, I'm not lying. I, I really did not uh, participate in any negotiations with this woman right. one way or the other. Yeah, I mean. Not that I have in the past, not that I will in the future. My hands are clean. No, I hope so. You just touched my bell. Uh, oh. Which we get a bell for that one. All right, so obviously you don't want to wager any money, but you got to pick a winner for this wild card game tonight, which we are the pregame for. Thank you very much. Yep, I am picking the Cubbies. I am uh, I, I am inclined to pick the Cubbies as well, although I may place a wager on the Rockies because the payout's better. What is it? Uh, I don't know. That's what I have to find out. I have to. It's not going to be a lot. It's not a lot, but I'm going to do a parlay with the uh, the American League Wild Card game. So, so you're going to go Rockies and Yankees? I might go Rockies and A's just because there's that's that's where the real money is, and by that it means I'm going to lose all my money. But, yeah. But so you, that 65 bucks that you just won is going to go. No, flying I'm going to use 20. So I'll still no, have forty-five. No, let it ride. No, What's the gonna, matter with you? Let it ride. You kidding me? That forty-five dollars. Think of the things I could I do. With you, I thought you had balls, hey, Chris. Think of all the comic books I could buy with those forty-five dollars. I could buy like you've got you've got five. Two, you've got two babies. You got to put that away for college. All right. So the, my forty-five dollars is going to yeah. sixty-five dollars yeah. is Felix like, is going to get into Cornell with my forty-five dollars. Uh, but put it away for fifteen years, and then it'll be what seventy dollars. All right. That's true. But I think. 
the Rockies. I felt like the second half of yesterday's game. It's look, it's deflating to have your, your one of your better pitchers give up runs like that. But I just I felt like they were starting to run on fumes, yes. and then they had to get on a plane and fly to Chicago, yes. and play again today. I yes. think that the Cubs. You know, not happy about losing that game yesterday, especially when it was in reach for most of seven innings. But they're still home. They just it's had it. Just like it's just like a regular series. Yeah. Except you're playing a different team. Right. Exactly. So they they went to bed at home. Yeah. They got up. They went to work. Well, you get your. They're getting ready. Going, yeah. I I feel I would be stunned if the Cubbies don't win this game. And I'm not a huge Cubby fan, but I do think. That they will definitely be. I think it'll actually be fairly well pitched, at least for the beginning of the game. You know, if the wind is blowing out, yeah, forget you could, it. You could see a slugfest. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the, you know, Colorado has Arenado. They have Story. Yeah, you know, yeah, their stats may be a little inflated playing at Coors, but you know, Arenado, I believe, has thirty-five home runs the past three seasons, so yeah. he is no slouch. And uh, Cargo's still there. I mean, he's he's older. You know, he, he can. I'm just saying, he can he's, still he can still lean into one. He's he's a little bit of a, a disappointment. I mean, sure. I think his OPS is right around 800. But he could have one of those uh, Wrigley basket home runs. You know, one of the ones that get caught in the basket. Yeah, that's true. I could hit a Wrigley basket home run. You know what? I know I could with a hangover. <laughs> the hangover. Uh, so I see the Cubbies advancing. To what they'll do in the NLDS is actually play the Brew Crew again. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but then we'll take a quick look at the American League wild card, which is tomorrow night. Uh, that game on TBS, that was the, the, the real downer for me yesterday with the two great games. I was so excited. They were both on ESPN. And, uh, What's they, wrong with that? They've got the... Um, They've got the lower tier of uh, of their talent. Just I don't I don't love their presentation anymore. I don't really like a lot of the guys. I think uh, they have a couple, but when they've got two games, you got to spread the team a little thin. Uh, I like Red Sutcliffe. He's pretty good. Uh, I think Nomar well, was in the first game, that's, and that, that's some real inside baseball stuff, Christian. What's that? I mean, I mean the game is the game as long yeah. as as long. Well, here's me. the thing. The beauty is I had most of the, I had the game on mute for the most part, yeah. and then uh, the Brewers game. The Brewers and Cubbies game, I listened to on I the app. To Euchre. I heard Euchre. And he was ragging on Ron Coomer, the, the radio <laughs> voice of the Cubs, because he just started talking about like how he knows that you could pay a lot of money and have visits to the Cubs booth and that it goes to a charity. They split it with a charity. One charity is Ron Coomer's pocket so he can buy himself a new wardrobe. And Euchre's just going off. And I'm like, man, if I was watching this game on TV, I wouldn't get any of this. And I'm just like, I love all this. And he's like, and whoever his partner is, he's like, there's someone else in, in the booth. Is that a former player? And Euchre's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And they tried to figure out who it was. They were guessing. They knew, they just they just didn't know who it was. And I think they probably had a guy in their ear say, like, oh, actually, that's who this is. The ghost of Ron Santa. Oh, if only it was the ghost of Ron Santa. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so uh, tomorrow night's game is on TBS. Uh, and I, I they tend to, to use some broadcasters that I like. I like their pregame show with Pedro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interesting pitching matchup because – you feel like neither of these teams has their pitching lined up for a one-game playoff because the Yankees are going to go ahead and have Luis Severino, who look he's nineteen and eight, three three nine ERA, the yep. American League, very respectable. Yes, but 
there's definitely some clunkers in there under his belt. And, yes. you know, it, it, you'll know and right he's, away. He's, if he's, he's, not still, he's still extremely young. He's yeah. untested in a high-leverage situation. Yeah, and, you know, I think that uh, you'll have to see. But the, the it's tough to really have faith in Oakland because, one, the game's in the Bronx, but also – uh, Liam Hendricks is pitching. Not Kyle Hendricks, who I thought it was. I'm like, wait, he's on the A's and he's not. It's someone named Liam Hendricks. And Look, Oakland has a tremendous bullpen. Yeah. And if Liam Hendricks gets into trouble, they're just going to keep the bull. You know, it's a one-game playoff. They're going to empty the bullpen. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's he's not really a starter because if you look – his uh, his win loss record for the season. Well, he's zero and one in twenty five games. Wow! So uh, I think that this is not what they were planning to do. But they what, they've what, known were, they were in the wild card game for a week. I don't know. Who, right? Like, who is, the the, game who is their number one star? Well, that's the problem. They don't. They, you know, any they of the guys that one. you think that hey, do they Mane- still? Manea was their number one starter. His arm fell off. Do they still have uh, Hudson, Mulder, and Zito? Because if they do, then they're going to do all right. They still have those I three. I believe Blue Moon Odom <laughs> yeah, uh, is going to be warming. And I don't think that they uh, – you know, they don't have Sonny Gray anymore. He's on the Yankees. You know, yeah. so any of the good A's pitchers of recent years, you're good just – Good starters. Good starters. You're absolutely right. So uh, I think it's definitely a bullpen game. But the advantage there might be the A's, but – at that back end of the Yankee bullpen continues to have a role as Chapman. Yes. You know, and they got David Robertson back. Yes. And, you know, I think it's it's not it's not like the old uh, Mariano Rivera where, you, you know, you had built a decent 7, 8, and 9. You know, you kind of had, what, Mike Stanton, not Giancarlo Stanton, but the actual Mike Stanton. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had some other guys who just were a decent bridge to Mariano Rivera. And... Uh, I I think that this is one of those games that if the A's have any chance, they're going to have to pile up some runs, you know, pretty early on. If if Severino, you know, there's any blood in the water, you got to go in for the kill right away, which of course they would. Yes, you know that's that that's to be expected. But I I I have to go Yankees on this because. It's at home, and I just feel like the team, top to bottom, is built a little bit better than the A's. I would love to be wrong on this because I think it would be fun to see the uh, A's actually get into the playoffs proper. I agree with you on on the Yankees. Their lineup should be just too powerful. But in this in this one game situation, anything can happen. In other words, you've got to get twenty seven outs. Yeah, and the A's are going to use thirteen pitchers probably to get twenty seven outs. Yeah. Are, the, are the Yankees going to do the same, or are they going to say, all right, we're just going to try and score eight runs? Right. And, and in uh, other words, those two forces, you know, that's that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, and I do think that uh, that could certainly be, I don't know, for me, that could be a, a fun game to watch. Uh, you know, I, I think it could be like a, one of those combinations, sort, yeah. sort of like I was talking about yesterday. You have the pitcher's duel for a little while, and then all of a sudden you know, the floodgates also, just come Also, and I'm, I may be reading too much into this, the A's have nothing to lose. Yeah. They are not expected to be there. Uh, they have the lowest payroll in baseball. They should be loose. Yeah. and The Yankees uh, have everything to lose. I mean, what if they lose and they had a season 
where they won 100 games and didn't make it to the World Series. Right. Well, and that's the crazy thing about how good the Red Sox were. The, yes. the Yankees won 100 games, but the Red Sox won 107. Yes. You know, they were out of the playoff picture for more than a week at the end of the season. Like, the, yes. the Red Sox clinched kind of uh, in the middle uh, of September, and it was just they, they had too big a lead. And the Yankees were still very good. Most years, that would have been yeah. the, your division winner. Any other division, they would have won. And, you know, Judge missed a significant amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, the Yankees will head into the playoffs strong. So those are our our official picks on the board. Our Cubbies tonight, Yankees tomorrow. And then uh, Thursday we're going to get two NLDS games, which will be either the Rockies or Cubs. But let's be honest, we feel it's the Cubs at the Brewers. And uh, I love that matchup. I like that matchup a lot. It's it's in Milwaukee to start, and you know one of the things I like the most about yesterday's one game playoff, n- not you know in addition to winning money on it, was that you could hear a lot of Brewers made the one out Brewer fans made the one hour drive to Wrigley and were cheering on their team. And look yeah. in in the friendly confines, you have people cheering for the other team. Yep. And look, Cubby fans will do the same thing. They've been doing that for years. Going to Brewer games, no doubt. But Cub, uh, Cub I, fans travel well. When yeah. you see a Dodger game where the Cubs are playing the Dodgers, there is a lots of Chicago. Yeah, they, uh, Jake Arrieta had a no hitter at Dodger Stadium a couple years ago. I think it was Jake Arrieta. It, the Cubs definitely had a no hitter yeah. at Dodger Stadium because they knew people who were there. And uh, yeah, it might as well have been a home game. Yep. You know. So uh, and that might say a little bit more about Dodger fans than it does about uh, about <laughs> about the Cubby fans. Yeah, the Dodger fans were gone in the fifth inning. Yeah, well, you got to beat the traffic, you know, and show up in the third, leave by the fifth. Look, if you show oh, up, I went to the Dodgers. If you game show last up, night. if you show up in the third, you've got somewhere to put your surfboard because you come right from the beach. Ouch. That's that's how it goes. Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, I think that uh, you know, and people were critical of the attendance at Dodger Stadium yesterday. There were like forty thousand people on a Monday at one o'clock. On a game that you found you out no, the, day, right. the day before, like they might have I, had them on sale a I little while. From. I wouldn't make that argument. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Wrigley was sold out because fucking Wrigley. Of course it was. Yes. You know, I mean, and and also, what is that? They they've added seats, so it's like that's that's less than forty thousand. Yeah. So Wrigley didn't even have as many people as Dodger Stadium. Yes. So it's fun to rag on the Dodger fans, but uh, you know, do you think that there were Rocky fans you know, in the stands there? We rag on the Dodger fans. Yeah. Let's point out that the Dodgers lead the league in attendance. I saw that every year, and they have for quite a number of years. Yeah, they they led the league in attendance this year. Uh, over you know, over three million. Yeah. humans. Yeah, well, look, the attendance counts even if you're only there for three innings. Yes. But still, at the same time, and uh, you know, look, I've I've been in enough traffic there where. I kind of oh. get it. <laughs> I kind of get it. Uh, I will never park in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium for a concert because everyone leaves at the same time. Yes. And I remember our, our mutual friend, Cliff Schoenberg, yes. after the Paul McCartney concert. He was writing on Facebook, as he often does, uh, about how he was still in the parking lot. And I was like, I don't think he's going to want to hear that I've been home yeah, for the, like the half Beatles, an hour. The Beatles had two reunions <laughs> while he was in the parking lot. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, the matchup of Cubbies and Brewers, obviously, you know, we're not going to have the uh, pitching matchups. But when you look at the staffs as a whole, uh, personally, I like the Brewers. I am a little biased 
just because of uh, Cub fatigue. I'm still angry that they won the World Series in 2016. Me too. Oh, well, Me too. Well, just because the, the the world's not right if the Cubs win the World Series. They right. were supposed to never win it again. Right. And you know, Ever. yeah, like great. You know, the Red Sox weren't supposed to win in 2004 either. Like neither of these teams were supposed to win a World Series, but they did. And uh, I know plenty of Cub fans, probably some listening now. And look, very happy that you got to experience that. But what about the rest of us? We had to fucking experience that too. I didn't want to. Hi. Hi. Well, it's a breezy afternoon here on What do you mean? You know why it's breezy? I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> now that now imagine a game called by the Uke and Harry Carey. In the same booth. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what I mean. In the oh, same booth. In the they, same together. Radio yeah. booth. Yeah, or, or, and you know, maybe they could both take turns on Jack Buck's wife. Anyway. Well, Ouch. Hey, just stating the facts. Uh, anyway, I like the Brewers in the series. Uh, it, it's A lot of my baseball predictions are based on uh, gut feeling, and uh, sometimes that works for me, sometimes it doesn't. What about you? Do you have any, any numbers that uh, give credence to the Cubbies, or do you feel that uh, the Brewers have a good shot? What are your thoughts, sir? I don't really have numbers that, uh, I mean, their bullpens are about the same. I don't have any offensive numbers. You know, the the Brewers have the MVP, but, you know, Yelich could go three for 20. Or, I mean, he could have an amazing series. They could still lose. Yeah, same same with Rizzo. I mean, yeah. they've got... You know, I love the the Brewers' uh, eighth inning and ninth inning guy. I like that guy, Hader. Um, yeah, he's... I forgot. I forgot what their. I, I guess the I forgot what their closer's name is. But, uh, um, they yeah, seem, they seem to be a very very effective combination. Yeah, I. So wait, are you are you taking the Brewers? Or are you are you I hedging am, your I'm, bets? No, I'm taking the Brewers. I'm not hedging. All right. Well, I m- think it's I think it's their year. They yeah, look, they look good. The Cubs look. They're, they're uh, you know Bryant is hurting. Rizzo has not had a Rizzo type year. Um, I don't think the Cubs. You know, I mean, yes, Joe Madden is a, and I'm doing air quotes here. He is a genius, but you got to have the horses, and I just don't think they have the horses this year. Yeah, and you know. Uh, you and I on this very podcast, we talked about the whole idea that this idea that Joe Madden's a genius and we never bought into it. And look, he did win the World Series and some of his micromanaging, you saw situations where it paid off. But then you see just yesterday where it didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's got, you know, a pitcher matched up to every batter in the game. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just don't like this Cubs team. I mean, I, in the literal sense. But they're they're look they're not as good as the team that won the World Series. Go figure. You know that that's what happens. I don't think I don't think they're built to win another World Series. You know, you know I think I would, that, you know what I would look for. And I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. But um, even though Schwarber is a good hitter, look for his defensive deficiencies to cost them a game. Yeah, but they don't have Schwarber playing the outfield anymore, like in 2015 when he played the Mets, right? Because I would say... How else, how, where else is he playing? He's a catcher, isn't he? No. Oh, I don't know where they got him. They're they trying to hide a, him in left. That's a, Oh, yeah, that's what it, you're right. Yeah. I but, mean, when, look for him to DH when they're playing in the... If they make it... If they make it to the World Series, yeah, sure. look for him to DH, but, yeah, but they got to make it. I mean, it. in that 2015 NLCS uh, against the Mets, I mean, he definitely gave the Mets 
several runs in each game, like mm-hmm. multiple runs in every game in that series, yeah. because he was just so bad, and it was like his bat could not have been hot enough to compensate for that. Pitching and, and defense wins championships. Yeah, uh, allegedly the Brewers' closer is named Jeremy Jeffress. I couldn't think. Oh of his yeah, name. he's good. But he didn't. Uh, he actually didn't close it out yesterday. But no, uh, Hader was throwing fire. Yeah, and also. Uh, just last week, he was day to day with neck spasms. So maybe they were just like, you know what? Let's let's go with the hot. I'm I'm day to day with neck spasms. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know why? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to be more flexible, trying to be limber. Yes. Anyway, so I think we're in agreement there. Uh, the other series that will start and. That uh, what we're saying is Cubs at Brewers, but obviously could be Rockies at Brewers. That has a 2:07 p.m. Pacific time start on Thursday. So uh, some afternoon baseball for those of afternoon us. Afternoon delight. And uh, then the uh, Braves at Dodgers starts at 5:37 because uh, at Pacific time that's 8:37 Eastern. Because uh, God love TBS and their uh, start times at seven o'clock. I mean, seven minutes after. You know, it's always the seven minutes after. They'll show you. They get two extra minutes of, uh, of commercials in there. Uh, anyway, so um, I don't love either of these teams, but I do think the Dodgers have a better starting rotation. Um, but, man, we saw yesterday Kenley Jansen, n- not what he used to be. And I, I would say that. If I may. Yes, if you may. I have some Kenley Jansen numbers here. Please share them. Oh, okay. Uh, Jansen, no, I, what, I just had to find them. yourself? No, no, no. I just had to find them on, oh, my, okay. on my note sheet. Yeah. Uh, he has allowed 13 home runs this year. Okay. In the past three years, 2015, 2016, 2017, he allowed 15 home runs combined. Yeah. And so just one other number on that. A quarter of the hits he has allowed this year are home runs. That, yeah, and it seems like every time I see him, he gives up a home run. And and, he, and the closers can be like that, especially because he came in in a non-save situation yesterday. You yes. Know? I mean, think of a lot of your, you know, your non-Mariano Rivera closers. Like, a perfect example would be a, a head case like Armando Benitez from the Mets <laughs> and previously from the Orioles. Was he, was he was okay as a closer in the regular season unless it wasn't a safe situation, and then he'd give up, like, seven runs. I don't, I don't doubt Jansen's heart. I mean, you know, but he does have this heart condition. He's taking blood thinners. Yeah. Who knows how that's affecting him physically. Yeah, I mean, the indications are there that... Uh, but, and I'm sorry, no, Christian, go ahead. No, it just... At the, at the beginning of the season, his velocity was down. I was, I've been watching pretty much all season. His velocity is back up 92-93. Location is bad. When he hits yeah. those, when he gets those home runs hit against them, they're cutters that don't cut. So it's 92 miles an hour down the middle, and a major league hitter knows that's coming and he can hit it hard yeah and that's yeah exactly they definitely get to the point where that's what they're looking for so um i i still give them a a bit of an edge over the braves oh yeah one other thing about the braves um somebody it was believe it was in the new york post today they printed a matchup of all the team's records versus every other team in other words you know dodgers versus cubs for this season 
the Braves were last. They had the wow. worst record versus all the other playoff teams. Now, see, that's interesting because that's the thing, too, about winning the NL East. The NL East! That uh, there, there are no good teams in that division. The no. uh, Braves uh, were the best team, and look, they legitimately were the best of those teams. Yes. And they're a good team. I just don't think they're a great playoff caliber team. I mean, they, they made the playoffs, so they're not going to win. But course. you can, you know, look, you play in your division, you play 19 games against bad teams like the Marlins, and yes, the Mets. Yes. The Phillies right. and the Nationals who hovered around 500 all year. Yeah. So you're going to feast on that division, and you know you don't necessarily look. That happens a lot in the NL West. You know yes. the Dodgers have won all these NL West titles because a lot of those teams are beat usually up, right. terrible. You beat up on the Giants yeah. and the Padres. Yeah. and and oftentimes the Rockies and the D-backs were much yes. better the last couple of years. Yes. But you know traditionally those are the teams you can beat up on. Yes. So I, I think that the the Braves did that. I do think they'll play well. I don't think they're going to get swept in no, this series. No, I don't series. think they're going to be embarrassed. I yeah. think uh, Freddie Freeman is a tremendous player. He is always in the MVP conversation. And I think a lot of people are going to really see him for the for the first time. They're going to really yes. notice him. I think he's going to he's going to come up big in this series. Do you want to know uh, a little bit about some of my fun interaction with Braves fans uh, when they clinched? I, uh, yeah. I, wrote a, I wrote a tweet about how congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Now, a national audience will see your stadium half full for playoff games. Ouch. And I started to get some feedback, but then I was retweeted by CNN newsman Jake Tapper, Excellent. who is a huge Phillies fan, and he thought it was very funny. So uh, I got a lot of people who were very angry. And uh, they noticed I was a Mets fan, and they kept piling on. I'm like, oh, this is great. Uh, As uh, Emperor Palpatine would say, your hate only makes me stronger. It was so (laughs) much fun. And they were just like, name me once that the the stadium was half full for a playoff game. And I was like, okay, 2001 against the Astros was the first time I noticed it, 2004 against the Astros. The the Braves, look, and when you get the daytime weekday slot, look, I gave the Dodgers credit right now, it, it is tough to find people who spur the moment, oh, yeah, I can go to that game. But the Braves hadn't even sold any of the outfield seats in some of these NLDS mm-hmm. seasons series that I remember watching. And I am extremely critical of what I consider to be one of the worst sports cities in America. Atlanta? Uh, yeah, because really? very front-runner uh, and, you know, not Do you know they're, I mean, they are filling... The uh, that dome for soccer. Yes, for soccer, sure. Yes. That the, the you know, and they love college football. Yes, uh, and you know, th- at one point they had each of the major sports. You know, yes. they they had the uh, well, they, they, they had the they, hockey team, and well, they had they, to leave. they had the hockey team twice. Yes. and had to leave two times. Yeah, yes. so they've lost two hockey teams. Yes. So, um, yeah, so... No no great loss. uh, I'm not a big hockey fan. And look, as a a Mets fan, obviously, huge bias. But just you get to... You go to games in Atlanta. You get to talk to people there. Of course, you have diehards. But... The diehards aren't filling the stadium every night. No. So just the the casual sports fan is, uh, you know, somebody that it's fun to make fun of on Twitter. And I really enjoyed it. It, it, it was great. Uh, so Kudos to you. I can't wait to for, get a screenshot. For, for pissing off Atlanta Braves fans. Oh, and, and, and yeah. And special thanks to Jake Tapper for really, yes. really spreading my word. I, I even direct messaged him, but I, we had a little laugh about it. I, You know, off-the-record conversation. I can't tell you what he said, but... Um, 
the C word did not come up. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to pick the, the uh, Dodgers in that series. Uh, yeah, I, I think pick, I think that's I'm not tough. I'm going to pick the Dodgers too. Right. Just uh, a few more notes on Please. the Dodgers. Number one in National League home runs, Justin Turner. Justin Turner, best hitter in baseball since the All Star break, one point oh nine zero OPS. A player that was cut by the New York Mets. Yes, because oh, they didn't have other, room for him on the team. One other uh, down note on the Dodgers: the Clayton Kershaw postseason curse has to stop. His regular we- season ERA. Two point three eight. His postseason ERA four point three five. Now the one thing I'll say, and it's very anecdotal because the yes. playoff body as a whole is absolutely where you're putting it. We have seen great, and I would say on a couple occasions, brilliant postseason starts from him. You yes. still have the clunkers. A couple years ago, when they were playing the, the year that the the Cubs won the World Series, so two thousand sixteen. Uh, you know, he, they just leaned on him way too heavily, yes. and he was run down. Yes. And so he had some bad starts, but you know, it just that tank was way past empty. And I, but earlier in the playoffs, he did have some good starts. So yes. we're seeing good starts, but yes, you need the consistency. You need to have the guy who's a lock. You know, you 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 know, you don't want you don't want the guy who has the 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 bad playoff stats. No, you just and feel like you, you can't know, one count other on. thing about Kershaw, I mean, he is. He's definitely been Kershaw. Yeah. The one thing is that his velocity is down. It used to be about 93, 94. Now it's about 89, 90. He throws the most off-speed pitches of any pitcher in baseball. If you have a game plan, getting to him early, go the opposite way, you got a chance to scratch him up a little bit early in the game. Is that all you need? Yeah, and and I guess you know he's he's not a guy that's gonna throw over a hundred pitches. You can get nobody his pitch will, count. Nobody will. Well, nobody will. But you can get his pitch count high pretty quickly. Yes. I, I think, and and that's sort of an obvious game for him. Uh, like I said, I think the the Braves will be able to win a couple games, but I I don't I don't see them. I say answers. Dodgers in six. Well, it's a five-game series, so that's what I, <laughs> good luck that's on a, that. I'm sticking by my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's up on the big board. Yeah, yeah, my, my World Series is Dodgers in 12. Um, all right, so uh, let's uh, talk about some ALDS action. Now, Friday is going to be one of my favorite games, not games, my favorite days of the baseball season, the day where you have the – Two game ones in one league and the game twos in the other league, so you have four playoff games. That's when our friends at MLB Network have to get involved for some of the overflow because, uh, you know, between TBS and Fox Sports 1, they just they just can't air all of them. So uh, the first game will be at 11.05 a.m. Eastern uh, – sorry, Pacific time, Eastern time. Wow. That would be crazy. So uh, – Salmon and I will be at Buffalo Wild Wings early that day, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, we'll ride it out through lunchtime. That is the Cleveland Indians at the Houston Astros, and I I can really you know look up a lot of numbers and go the angles and try and figure it out. But the Astros are going to win that series. Um, the uh, the Tribe uh, had their shot; they could have actually stopped the national travesty that was the Cubs winning the World Series. Tito Francona had it. He had that game. 
and had to go into extra innings in Game 7. And uh, Indians I, have bullpen trouble as well. Yeah, and apart from Kluber, who is starting Game 1, uh, it, it's a name little under... Name another pitcher on the Indians. Uh, Jimmy Indian. Nice. And, Eddie, uh, Eddie Tribe. Eddie Tribe. Phil Feather. I think Chief Wahoo is ready. I know he's going to be uh, excised from Team Gear in the next couple years, so uh, he wants to get a playoff appearance as well. Uh, right Danny, now, Danny right, TP is in the bullpen. <laughs> Danny TP. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, this Ast- Astros team is not that different from last year. No, the only thing is that... Correa was hurt for a while, so he's having a down year. And uh, Altuve is having a, a very good year, but he's not having an MVP year. Right. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, to me, it seems like a no-brainer. Do you like the Tribe more than the Strohs there? Or no. are we going to continue picking the same? When we get to the next round, I know we'll be picking some different things. Yeah, but no, I, I'm picking the Strohs. I think actually the other series, you and I, this next one, you and I might go differently. So also starting on Friday, October 5th, at 4.32 p.m. Pacific time, so not 37, but they still squeeze in an extra two minutes of commercials, so it's 4.32. At 7.32 Eastern is the Oakland Athletics or New York Yankees, but let's be honest, it's the New York Yankees at the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I think a five-game series, the Red Sox are they're going to be able to, to get three wins uh, out of five. So I pick the Red Sox in that series. They have home field advantage. They have 107 wins. A little, little shaky in the bullpen, but uh, I, I think at, at home they're going to be able to get those first two wins and win one of the next two at Yankee Stadium. So I think they'll win it in four. I'm picking the Yanks. I think that the Red Sox, you know, they've got Sealy for game one. They have Price for game two, and Price throws up on himself. Yeah, often. Every, often, especially yeah. in the postseason. Well, that's why, that's why he keeps, getting, tra- he keeps getting traded, because he keeps yeah. throwing up on his uniform. Let's face he needs it, to close. 107 versus 100, 100 wins is a wash. I mean, hey, and remember the uh, 1988 New York Mets who won 110 games. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Mike Socia saw to that. So, uh, all right, so those are our picks for the division series. So as we then look ahead towards the National League Championship Series, Salmon and I feel like the Brewers and the Dodgers, and the Brewers will have home field advantage in that series, uh, as long as, you know, if, as long as being, as long as it is Dodgers, Actually, yeah, because the Cubs would be the uh, wild card, and the wild card team can't have home field advantage. So, yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, Dodgers, Brewers, that's a bit of a tougher one. I felt like that first round was really easy to pick, but uh, it gets a little trickier here. I still like the Brewers, but I'm much less confident in my pick right now. Yeah, I prefer the Dodgers in that one. I'll I'll tell you why. I still think... You know, they're going to live and die by the home run. Sure. And over a long series, they're probably going to hit a lot of bombs. After Yelich, you know, what do the Brewers have? They have Jesus Aguilar, whose OPS for the season was about 900, but he hasn't had a terrific second half. Um, I like the way they play. They're aggressive. I don't think they make a lot of mistakes the Dodgers, they can be a little bit sloppy in the field. 
Yes. Um, Machado has been a terrific addition. Yeah, let's talk about Manny Machado for a okay. second. Think of the poor guy. He spent his whole career in Baltimore. Yes. And look, they had some wild card games and that you know, where <laughs> where Buck Showalter left their all star closer in the bullpen in the uh, all star game. Yeah. I mean uh, in the one game wild yes. card game, just didn't bring him in. No. Just no, no, we don't need no. him. No. But, so uh, and uh, good for him is what I what I can say yeah. is that he gets to be on a playoff team and look a team like the Dodgers seems like they they gel well together but to your point about defensive issues I don't care what anybody says I am stunned at the plays that Yasiel Puig does not make there's yes. there's good ones that he does make but the ones that he doesn't make I'm like well how did he miss that yeah he is overrated as a defender I mean mm-hmm. sure he's got a terrific throwing arm. He makes a lot of catches, but he makes mental mistakes out there, and he makes mental mistakes on the base paths, and that kind of stuff is what loses you games like this. Yeah. You can't be thrown out at third with less than two out. You just can't. Yeah, no, no, and and uh, look, I've certainly, I, I, you know, and that's the thing about living in Los Angeles is that you get to see these guys uh, up close it's at not, the ballpark it's not and that on TV. He, it's not that he's not a good player. He's, he's a good player. He is a good player, but I believe that, I mean, he's in his walk year. Do you pay him? I don't think so. I think that you can get another good player. Let's say you can sign Adam Jones. Yeah. And so you're getting a guy with similar numbers who's not going to make mistakes in the field and on the base paths that could cost you big games. The one thing that I'll say about the Brewers when it comes to that is that a couple of the guys that they do have, Lorenzo Cain and Mike Moustakis, part of that Royals team that, one, killed the Mets in the World Series, but then also the previous year brought the Giants to Game 7 just because of little things like that. If there is a mistake... They will take advantage of it. They'll take yes. the extra base. They're those. They're, they're very pesky, as we can say. No, Locan. Uh, had a terrific year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's not forget Jonathan Shoop, mostly just because I wanted to say his name. Is it Shoop or Scoop? I, I like to call him Shoop. No, it's Scope. It's Scope. Yes. Can I just call him Shoop? Isn't that more fun? Shoop. So that shoop, means. Shoop, shoop, yeah. So that means that we can have that Shoop uh, dupe song on the way out of the. Yeah, no, of the I believe episode. it's Scope, like the Scope's yeah. Monkey Trials. <sighs> Nice callback. A little inherit the win for all <laughs> you folks. A little inherit the win for everybody out there. Uh, check it out. Uh, so, uh, so we differ on our pick there for the National League Championship Series. My apologies to our friend uh, Daniel Beck, who I know is a huge Dodger fan and usually likes to listen to this one episode all year long of the Blackcast. <laughs> but look, Salmon picked your team. Uh, look, I just I just like the way that the uh, Brewers are constructed, top to bottom. I don't have I don't have the only year I had a vendetta against the Braves. Uh, well, Braves is every year. Against the Dodgers was uh, the the year that the the Mets beat them in the playoffs. I just didn't think that that team was very good, and I don't like Chase Utley. All right, that's 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 where we're at. But since then, uh, I like them. I, I think I picked them to win the World Series last year, but I'm too lazy to check. So uh, we differ there. Uh, and then the so the other series. So that's the American. No, sorry, that's the National League Championship Series. You've got. The Dodgers over the Brewers is what you have heading on into the World Series. Correct. Okay. So, in the American League Championship Series, we both have the Astros. You did not go Tribe, right? 
I did not go tribe. You did not go tribe. Even with the presence of Danny Teepee in the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, do you think that they could have traded for Chief Nakahoma? You know, the Braves used to have him. Chief Nakahoma has a terrific OPS, but he strikes out a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The analytics aren't good on him. And you know no. what? The war on Chief Nakahoma—it's—it's it's nothing to uh, nothing to really uh, to to shake a fire stick at. <laughs> Chief Nakahoma is probably one of the most racist mascots. Oh, you think? <laughs> I'm just saying for the for all you Blackcast fans yeah. out there, check it out on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so racist that I, while I'm tempted to get a picture of him to use as the thumbnail for this podcast, I won't. It's just I'd, as I'd rather ra- you find it's him. It's just as racist as the Chief Wahoo logo. Yeah, and Chief Wahoo maybe comes from a better place than Chief Nakahoma, but it's... I don't know. It's, and, and the tomahawk chop. Yeah, it's all it's all bad. Um, no wonder no wonder that in, in all the cowboy movies they want to kill us, you know? Because they just knew this was all coming. Oh. You know, we don't all get, deserve to be scalped. Don't, don't get me started. But that's what we're here to talk about. Oh, okay. The good. white man. <laughs> the, all right. So uh, the Astros will match up in my world against the Boston Red Sox and in your world against the New York Yankees. Yep. So advancing to the World Series, your pick, Yankees or Astros? I say Yankees. I'm, uh, I'm going with the bombs over pitching. Bombs over pitching. Yeah, I yeah. think the Yankees broke the single-season record for home runs, and I think that they're just they're just going to do it. I think that last year's Astros, the the stars were just all aligned. Everybody's yes. firing on the exact cylinders at yes. the right time. Look, it's again, sure they they beat the Mets, but that Royals team in 2015, it didn't work exactly the year before just you know there was no stopping them that year and then the next year they lost I don't know they had like a losing record I don't even remember what it is they had most of the team in place so you know the odds of just being that kind of a machine and barreling through and look as much as I don't like the Yankees well god they they won three consecutive titles and then they went to game seven in the World Series in 2001 that stuff is so impressive yes you know most people most teams can't do that you know and think back to the you know 100 plus loss Houston Astros of not that long ago just mm-hmm. the fact that they won a World Series like them it's, moving it's to the American amazing. them moving to the American League I thought was like well this team's never going to have a winning season again because of how they right. looked right. and I still hate that they're in the American League by the way but that's I know. forget yeah, well, until it comes time for the World Series, you're like, wait, why are two National League teams? Why are the Dodgers playing the Astros? That must be the National League Championship Series. Um, to that end, I think the Astros are a good team, but I will pick the Red Sox to make the World Series. And against my pick of the Milwaukee Brewers, I look, I just, wow. honestly. That is a ratings nightmare. <laughs> well, got, no, they got the Red Sox, so that helps. Yeah, but you know? the Red Sox are like the... I mean, they're in the top ten of media markets, but right. they're they're in, in the five to ten. Right. Well, you know, obviously the the basically for Fox, the network, the broadcast network, if they get Cubs, Yankees, or Cubs, Red Sox, they're like we're on easy street. Oh, Everybody's yeah. going to watch that. Yeah. And I, and you, know, I re- you know, what I really can't wait for all the last man standing promos every goddamn. Hey, day. did you know it's back? Yeah, it's yeah, back, and it's, it's on, on Fox. It's on a new network now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't know if you knew. I just wanted to make sure. No, that's what I was referencing. And I, hey, I know somebody that uh, has a job again because that show came back. So I was no, very happy for that. No, that's good. And it's not Tim Allen because he also has a job again. Uh, so, yeah, that look. That's just that's just how it, it shakes down the way I look at it. Uh, I think that. You know, I'm not not hedging my bets here. I think the Dodgers are good enough to make it to the World Series. I don't think that they're going to win the World Series if they go, but they're not my pick anyway. I've got the Brewers and the Red Sox. You've got the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yeah. By the way, your World Series much better to watch. Yes, way more entertaining. Yeah, I'm I'm predicting what I want to watch. Yeah, well, that's good because yeah. uh, that's what you should predict. Uh, so as we take it out to the ball game, as it were, and we have. The World Series, Salman, you've got the World Series, I believe. I, I don't I actually don't know how the uh, record f- records match up. I don't know if the Yankees as a wild card team can host the home game for the. You know what I mean? I don't know how that all shakes down. I think it's oh, just record. Yeah. I actually don't know. I'm I'm gonna so, but that's not gonna really change what your pick's gonna be. No. So the Yankees and the Dodgers, you see the winner as I see the winner as the Yankees. Yeah. I think that the Dodgers are going. I think their bullpen is going to get tired out again like they were last year. But they don't have you, Darvish, to uh, take all the fun out of Game 7 in, like, the first inning, you know? I mean, that that game was... that Actually, that Game 7 in last year's World Series was over halfway through Game 6. I don't know how it happened, but it was just it was just like, oh, well, you took all the fun out of this. Yep. I, I wanted, you know, I wanted a, a tightly played Game 7. I'm I so I excited. Don't, I don't think it's going to go to 7. I would think, you think I'm that, saying Yankees in 5. So you think that uh, the Dodgers will probably get a home win? I say they'll get a home win, but I just I think that the Dodgers in a short series, unless they're going to really hit home runs, I think that they're going to have a trouble because they don't know how to play small ball. They don't know how to manufacture runs. And unless they everything has to go right for them. Yeah. Everything they've got to be able to pitch and they've got to be able to hit home runs, and in a best four out of seven, you can't have two bad games. Yeah, they've been they've been inconsistent all year long. And you got to figure a seven game series just potential. You know how many starts you're really going to get out of Kershaw, two? and you, you, you hope. Just depends. Well, then, what do you have right, to do? If you, what if the NLCS goes seven? You know, yes, then you well, don't then, have him in game well, one, right, so you might only in. get one start. So, right. yeah. So, uh, let's yeah. face it: guys don't pitch on two days rest anymore. Uh, not, not since not, uh, not since Randy Johnson came in out of the bullpen in two thousand one, no, or yeah. not since Sandy Koufax did it and was the World Series MVP, right? But uh, it, it wasn't Shabbos. So that's why he was able to do it. Because imagine no, if two only, days rest was, it was Shomer Shabbos. It was only Yom Kippur that yeah. he didn't pitch. Well, he doesn't, but he doesn't roll on Shomer Shabbos. He's just like John Goodman. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, in your World Series, by the way, I would pick the Yankees over the Dodgers. Uh, I would love to see any team beat the Yankees in the World Series, though. I just feel like... Oh, I don't, you know, I don't like rooting for the Yankees. Yeah. As, a Mets, I, as a Mets fan, rooting for the Yankees is... is Almost impossible. I'm just making a prediction. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. So it's, it's just business. So if the World Series were my World Series that I was foreseeing, uh, and it is the Red Sox and the Brewers, do you see any way that the Brewers win that World Series? No. 
yeah, I'm, I, I have to take the Red Sox just logically. But again, you know, I, I, I wouldn't even feel bad for any of my Red Sox fan friends because you, you've I got hate, those. I hate the Red you, Sox. You got, you got your, well, you got three rings now in the last 14 years. I hate the Red Sox so much I root for the Yankees over the Red Sox. I, I, I No, I, I don't have that feeling, but I understand where you're coming from. Um, just, you know. I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> and if there are any Boston fans here listening to the broadcast, I don't like your city either. Um, that's all oh, right. Isn't TK in Boston? Yeah, and uh, is he and listening to the broadcast? I don't know if he's. I, I think he gets so tightly wound during the playoffs. He doesn't. Shout out remember, to you, TK. Remember we had we had uh, Coltrane on this uh, a couple years ago, and he wouldn't pick. A winner in in his series. Well, he, I, rem- I remember yeah, that. Yeah, so he and I get it. He just doesn't like to do it. So we talked to him a few weeks ago in the broadcast, and I was like, "All right, you know, you don't like to take picks, but uh, give us your assessment on the season." And I'm not still not quite sure how he feels. I think he's cautiously optimistic. Aren't you know? we all? Yeah. Uh, so I feel like the Red Sox have to win that World Series, but I would be so happy for the city of Milwaukee. But more than anything, I would love to see Bob Uecker. Get a Gatorade bath, or or a Budweiser shower, or whatever you know, whatever they want to do. Uh, although, just keep in mind he's a little old. So I think he's eighty-five. I mean, and uh, good for him. Do, do you enjoy him as a broadcaster? Or do you not get to hear much of it because you, know, you know, I, have to listen to I the radio? I don't. But now that you've awakened my senses to the fact that I can listen to him on the app. If I'm probably going to do that. Yeah, uh, when we have the NLDS, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll have a little earpiece in, you know. And there's there's a way where you can do it. You can kind of you can kind of pause the TV. Oh wait, yeah, I do. I do have it. Okay, yeah. I was just thinking for a minute whether I have it or not. But yeah, I do. well, I've got it on my phone, and I've been uh, using it for uh, my prep well, I don't because have show prep phone. is my life, and I'm uh, very happy. To uh, be able to use the app, the, the MLB app is is great. And, yeah, except uh, it's really overpriced. Is it? I think it's like one hundred fifty dollars so. for the year. I think that's overpriced. So to get to get NFL on your Directv them, is like five hundred dollars for the season, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, there's only here's why I think it's overpriced. It costs them nothing. Well, so every hundred and fifty dollars is pure, pure profit. profit. Yes, yeah. sounds about right. All right, so now we'll move on to uh, picking the winners of the Triple Crown. No, we got nothing else to pick. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm not that invested in the uh, NFL. I like uh, I like to look at the playoffs and uh, pick some winners. But uh, week to week, you know, it's it's the weekend. The kids are home. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm, I'm not checking out uh, that much NFL action. But uh, very excited for these MLB playoffs and. Uh, we, ha- we unfortunately for us as Mets fans, Salmon is picking the Yankees to win the World Series, oh, and I'm picking the Red Sox it, to win the World it Series. Calls me. How great would it be if we're if we're wrong? If if your pick for the World Series, <clears throat> the Dodgers win, I have a, a lot of family I can be happy for, but it would just be so great to see uh, for one of those kind of stories, like the Brewers, a team no one's picking to win the World Series. Honestly, and they've never won the World Series. Not even the Harvey Wallbanger team. No, no they, they started their the life as the Seattle Pilots in yes. 1969, I believe, and then the next season they moved to Milwaukee. Right, formerly the home of the Milwaukee Braves. Yes, yes. Who moved to Atlanta? That's right. You got to you got to keep track of all these teams. Uh, so we'll be watching. We hope all of you will be, and uh, you can 
Let us know your thoughts on our predictions. Please tell us how wrong we are or if you agree with uh, with our picks. It's you know, it doesn't take much to look at the playoff picture and go like, yeah, I think the Yankees are good. Oh, hey, those Red Sox, they could win, you know. But uh, I I can't in good conscience pick any of these National League teams, really. You know, it's it's hard to no. imagine uh, the Cubs winning again. I, I, I mean, you know. who is who is the best team in the National League? It's the Dodgers. Yeah, I I, I, is. I think even though the Brewers are my pick to beat them, I feel like they could beat them in a series. I mean, but I would pick Houston or Boston or the Yankees over the Dodgers in, but, in any but not Cleveland. Series. No, not Cleveland. You would pick the you would pick the Dodgers unless LeBron is playing for the Indians. I think he might be actually. <laughs> I'll have to check. Although you know when he's a Yankee fan, so maybe not. That wouldn't make sense. Um, yeah, and. I can't look. I can't imagine the Atlanta Braves winning a World Series. Not, not this Atlanta not this Braves. Year. Maybe all next the years, year. all the years that they were in the playoffs and they didn't win with their they amazing won, pitching they staffs. Won once. They won once in '95. Uh, they should have won three times. Easily, Bobby, Bobby Cox overrated. Uh, he has to be because look, it's great when you get to. Oh, that was one of the things that upset the uh, Braves fans on Twitter when I when I called them the really? Buffalo Bills. Can I upset you more? Well, I just called them the Buffalo Bills of of baseball. Braves fans getting Bobby Cox holding the record for getting thrown out the most times out of a game meaningless. Yeah, I'm surprised that Lou Pinella didn't uh, seize that crown back from him. You know, when he started managing again, but uh, it was not meant to be. Um, anyway, so it's always fun to look at this, but what's really fun, going to Buffalo Wild Wings and actually watching the games, and uh, I think we've been there for games that the Dodgers are in. So, yeah, we yeah. have. Yeah, so that's that's always a little bit more fun. A little the, day drinking. The crowd is a little ruddy. Yeah, I like to have some have some nice lining kugels to uh, have those <laughs> in support of the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, so anyway, you can uh, keep tabs on us throughout the playoffs you can find salmon on twitter at d weiss comedy that is and it is unlocked now it has been unlocked for a little while right yes so anybody uh, who wants to follow can read the mirth yes i try and keep the mirth down to a minimum well these are hardly mirthful times people don't want to laugh no they don't want to laugh there are things that are incredibly funny and uh it's like you you have to almost shame people in like you know, you have to be able to laugh at this thing. There's a, there's a wet wool blanket over the funny these days. There's a wet wool blanket over the world, but especially the part of the world we live in. Yes. And it's just anything that might be funny. Like when, like the example that I used on Twitter was I had uh, I had posted a, that video clip of President Trump unable to say the word anonymous. Anonymous, and I'm like, look, you can't love him so much or hate him so much that that's not funny. That has to be funny to you. I don't mean you personally, and that's that's the way I framed it on Twitter. I'm saying objectively, objectively, it's funny. And it's like I get it. You hate him, or you just think he's saving the world and he's he's making the world great again. But it's still funny, and like. The fact that his tongue's like sticking to his dentures as he tries to say it, I, I've analyzed that the the way some folks look at this Bruder film. I've really gone over it, and you just you hear the, you know, and it's just it's always going to be funny to me, never going to stop being funny. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's tough times to be funny, but uh, that's why we try to be our our best selves on the black cast where we so can perform. So, if we've offended you in any way, please. 
let us know. Oh, we have a tweet coming in from Chief Nakahoma's widow that uh, he died in the <laughs> Miss, great battle. Mrs. Nakahoma. Mrs. Nakahoma uh, is, is very upset. Uh, and uh, Chief, Chief sitting in the dugout will also uh, be letting us know that uh, they're also not happy with us. Uh, anyway, uh, always fun to do this. I look forward to doing it again next year. What do you think the odds are that next year's playoff picture will include the New York Mets? I'm not optimistic. I don't I, think it will. I would say slim and none. Yeah. I think in a, you know, I By think... By the way, I was in a comedy team called Slim and None. Which one were you? I was none. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been slim in 35 years. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, let us know what you uh, think of our playoffs, We our playoff uh, picture. Uh, and here's the thing. Most years, we are not right, and some years we're not even close to right. I think there was one year that I picked the National League correctly, but then the, I was just way off the American League. But you know, I don't watch as much American League baseball, so that's my excuse. Now my excuse is I have two kids. Uh, I, I hardly get to watch anything, but I am making time for these playoffs, damn it. Well, at least while the kids are at school. Yes. So uh, as Change as I, your own diaper. You're talking to me, right? No, I'm talking, I'm talking to myself. Oh, I'm going to change my own diaper during the Maybe thing. we could change each other's diapers. I don't think that, but when we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm going to probably have a diaper on because I don't want to have to get up, you know? Make sure you get a box of Depends for me. <laughs> do we wear the same size? Uh, we We're, probably do. Yeah. yeah. Husky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was uh, our our friend, when you want to talk about times where the world was uh, less divisive, our, our friend Andrew Breitbart used to talk about how he... And Steve Hayes of the Weekly Standard, and he invited me to join them. We should all become husky male models. <laughs> he, uh, it, it, there, it went on from there, but he really had it mapped out. And, and uh, if only that could have ever uh, come to fruition. He was a good guy. For, was those, a, for those of you who didn't know him, and I've said this before, yeah. he was a good guy. People are stunned that he was at my wedding, and I'm like, that's because you didn't know him. Right. That you know, if you knew him, you'd be like, well, of course you didn't. There, you know, and. What I liked about him was sitting at a baseball game with him. Yes. And just the way he talked, the way he, that people think he talked about politics all the time, that's the way he talked about baseball. Yeah. Baseball was so much more important to him than politics. Yes. And uh, I I can only imagine just some of the ways that uh, he would have reacted to uh, the Dodger teams the last few years. You know, I was at, uh, let's see, it would have been 2008, the year that the Phillies won the World Series, and they beat the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series. And I was at, I think, Game 6 in the NLCS with Andrew and our, our pals, uh, Sabes and Munga were there too, I think. And uh, Andrew made a call on the drive out. And it, it, there's a lot of things that you may or may not remember about that series, but I'll, what I'll always remember is... Pinch hitting for the Philadelphia Phillies. Matt Stairs coming to the plate against Jonathan Broxton. And every time I mention this, I'll say the same thing. That ball still hasn't come down. It's still (laughs) hurtling through the cosmos. Matt Stairs crushed that ball. And that... The, I, had, I had never felt the air come out of a stadium before. I'd watched it on TV. I'd had it come out of myself watching the 2006 Mets, yep. but I hadn't been there for it. I was, and I went again the next night, and they could never, they could just never get it going again. Well, and, I think that, I mean, those are the things in a short series. Well, that was a seven-game series, though. Right, but I'm saying a seven-game series is is still pretty short. Yeah. Well, that's true. Well, you always well, you always like the nine game series. That's that's what you want the the old nine game World Series. We could get back to those. It's not a terrible idea. How about a twenty game World Series? 
Just take the whole month of October. Maybe they should just start in March. <laughs> just a season-long World Series. Just two yeah, teams. Anything to anything to jack those ratings. Oh, just right? imagine how much people would hate this. So record is determined by spring training, and if you're not good enough at the end of spring training, the two winners in each league at the end of spring training get to play a season-long World Series of 162 games. All the other teams go home. Yeah, or they should do it like they do in, in Great Britain where teams get relegated in other words the bottom three teams in the major leagues get relegated to triple a oh i like that and then the top the top three teams (laughs) in the minor leagues get promoted i'd like to see a major league team playing uh, at the home of the las vegas 51s yeah i believe they're moving to a new stadium this year yeah next year they're building it already and the the mets are leaving that as their triple a team i think they're going to be in syracuse Syracuse. yeah (laughs) somewhere that makes sense (laughs) but uh anyway so uh these are our plans for making the game better i think a season-long two-team world series is what everybody in america wants i don't believe in anything to speed up the game i think that's all bullshit the game the game is perfect the only thing i would do is either abolish the dh or put it in both leagues and yeah. I, I am in favor of abolishing it. I'm in favor of abolishing it, but if you're going to have it, let's be consistent. I, yeah, I, agree. I like pitchers hitting. You know, I, Stephen Matz hit a home run uh, some point in September. I like when that happens. Yeah. But you know what I don't like? Do I don't like the, uh, the intentional walk where you don't throw the it's four pitches anymore. Dumb. Because the example I always use, and, and I have the example because I remember that there, there, was, an, there was an interleague game uh, between the it was the Orioles and the then Florida Marlins before they became the big time hotshot Miami Marlins, and it was when Miguel Cabrera was still there and he was getting intentionally walked, and he noticed that the pitches were not quite hitting the spots, so on the third pitch of his intentional walk, well he hit a double. Yeah, Be- and it's like and it happens that, like once in five years, but I love that. Right, and if it happens once in five years, so be it. Yeah. Baseball is a hundred and fifty years old. Yeah, I I don't know, and and that's the stuff when they're trying to tinker with it. That I I like some the of this. One thing that I love about baseball and why I've been a lifelong fan, and I will be the rest of my life, is that every time you watch a game or go to the ballpark, you may see something that you've never seen before. And you can't say that with any other sport. Right, exactly. You could you could see a triple play. You could see somebody hit for the cycle. You know, things, right. all very exciting things. And, and the announcers will say, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Well, is that what Vince Scully would say? Or would he tell you a story about... Tell me a story. About, about Tommy T.P. when he was in Tommy the National T.P. League. And uh, he'd segue that into a Farmer John... Those are delicious in, in, dogs, though. In case you haven't heard, I was never a big Vince Scully fan. I mean, he would talk about everything except the game. I mean, some of those games, that's what you need to do, you know? I, I, think I just want to know the score. Well, it's I, on the screen. You don't need it. You don't need so, him to tell you. Yeah, but, um, you know, if you're a multitasker, you need somebody to say the score. Uh, speaking of which, and we'll wrap this up, but this is this is sort of a fun little... This is, this is the... Uh, well, this is a little dessert to our predictions. Uh, there's nothing more entertaining than watching uh, a Mets game go into extra innings where, <laughs> uh, where uh, Ron Darling is not in the booth, so it's just Keith and Gary. And Keith and Keith wants ha- to get home. And Keith has dinner reservations. Right. In, and they're on in, the road. In, in Sag Harbor. Well, yeah, but no, it, it, on the road, I mean, I remember a game 
it, that was against the Cardinals. It went like 21 innings. Oh. And it was just Keith and Gary. And Keith was beside himself. Like, I didn't even watch it live. I, like, went back because I'm like, I was like, oh, I see the score. They're going to run out yeah. of toasted ravioli. They, they, <laughs> I do love the to- toasted ravioli. Do you? I think it's good. I mean, you know, that, know. that I've only ever had that it's in kinda St. Louis. Like, it's kind of like shredded wheat with marinara. Sign me up. That's what I like. Uh, all right. Well, for Shredded Wee with Marinara on Twitter at DY's Comedy, you can find me, Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. And of course, The Blackcast on Facebook. Follow at Blackcast, B L A D T C A S T, on Twitter. And Blackcast.com for all of your Blackcast needs. Next week, we'll have a very exciting announcement about Blackcast number 300. And it'll be next week because we still haven't figured it out yet. There are many moving pieces. <laughs> there are things in the works. And we just don't know yet. But uh, we have a couple weeks because this is 297. So, uh, you know, next week we'll let you know what's happening. Uh, and I believe next week we'll have a very exciting review of... The Venom film. Are you excited about the Venom? And I'm doing that like David Letterman. Hey, yeah, uh, Paul. Paul, you like you like the Venom? You know, I, I hate to rain on the Venom parade, but I am just down on the whole comic book thing lately. Um, Did you enjoy uh, Infinity War? Was it too no, long? No, not really. Not really. Is it because it didn't end? And because they want you to just stay in your seat for six more months until the rest of the movie happens? Yeah, kind of, sorta. You know, I didn't buy the whole everybody turns to ash thing. I didn't buy Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther wins in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he does. Uh, What do you think about, uh, did you see Deadpool 2? What about about the most recent Spider-Man? I really liked that. I thought Michael Keaton was great in that. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. Okay. Um, I enjoy the... The teenage Spider-Man. I think that that was a good I choice. That, I think that works well. Yeah, and then the problem that they made in the two previous film incarnations is that in the second film he graduates high school, and I'm like, no, just stay there for a little while. No, he's he's 16, yeah. right? Well, uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's 16 in in this first movie, the uh, Homecoming. So yeah, and then it'll be like the next year of school next year, so he'll be like a junior or whatever. So we will get a couple more uh, high school Spider-Man. I don't want to see Nick Nolte as Spider-Man. You don't? No. Okay, I'm you saying, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna skew old. As soon as you said that, I just realized who I really want to see as Spider-Man? Gary Busey. Yeah. How <laughs> great would that be? I would love to see that. And and uh, and you know what, Nick Nolte is Dr. Octopus. That's the movie that, I want to see. That might work. <laughs> well, for those kind of predictions, uh, tune into the Blackcast next week, uh, and uh, we will share all of that with you. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Blackcast. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do so well. This is hell. Hell makes me want to shoot, 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 shoot. The latest. Act of Resistance is the op-ed published in the failing New York Times by an anomalous, really an anomalous, gutless coward. You just look. Stairs rips one into the night, deep into right, way out of here. And Philadelphia gets a pinch hit, two-run shot. And the Phillies lead 7-5 to five in the eighth.
added to this team by Pat Gillick from the Toronto Blue Jays, and he hits the first home run off Broxton.